Welcome, everybody, back to the Hitting the Turnbuckle channel. This is AEW Dynamite Review, an AEW show that reset itself from World's End. We had a world, we had a Continental Classic Eliminator or Title Eliminator. We had all months of other stuff and a virtuoso debut. And as it's AEW, I'm dealing, I am with my very tired, very ill friend, Mr. Dave Robinson, who's now lighting up with different colours. Good morning. That, <laughs> Good morning, mate. Happy Friday. Wait, mate. <laughs> I was gonna say happy Friday, but you're in bits this morning. <laughs> um physically I'm in a lot of pain. But um yeah, I feel I've got a bit of man flu as well, I think. Which is a thing, apparently. It is. It is a very serious illness. Um man flu. <laughs> <laughs> very serious time. Um, I watched uh, I watched Dynamite uh later on last night. Really, really good show. Really yes. good show. I thought it really made me. Uh, it reminded me of the early days of AEW. As <laughs> you said, it was like a reset. Yeah. For the year, but it was a bit of a reset for the company as well. I, I feel like really good show. Looking forward yep. to having a chat about it. Indeed, the first Dynamite of 2024. And um, before we get into that, there was a couple of tidbits that I, I picked up last night um, reading the internet. The first one is. Uh, Roosh is sidelined. He injured a uh, torn hamstring, or is it a torn hamstring? Yes, I think it was. Yeah, torn hamstring that he's got. Obviously, we wish him well, but it's kind of a big blow to Roosh because he just come off the back of a really impressive Continental Classic with Andrade leaving. It really had him, uh, could have had him a chance to kick on, and now he gets that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it happened in one of the matches, didn't it? Yeah. Um, and, and he kind of battled through it. Uh, and then in the next match, he, he had his leg strapped up or he had a, yeah, he had like a bandage around yeah. it or a tuba grip or whatever it's called. Um, so, yeah, huge blow for AEW and uh, and for Rouge. Hopefully, it's not going to keep him out too long. Um, and all being well, he'll still be able to feature as well because obviously there's there's Preston and um, yeah. Drellistico as well. Mm -hmm. So even though he won't be able to wrestle for a few weeks or for a while, um, I'm hoping that LFI will still be on our screens. Yeah, me too. As I say, we wish him, we wish him well, and just timing of that is awful. Um, yeah. Um, the other bit of news comes from Japan, actually. Now, obviously, as we all know, Moxley and Danielson were, were over there. Uh, Moxley had a hell of a contest with uh, David Finley and Will Ospreay. Um, Brian Danielson had another great match over there. I think it was with Okada. I'm pretty sure it was. Um, but at the end of that, uh, Moxley announced that the Blackpool Combat Club will eventually all come over to Japan, but with their female associate, Maria Shafir. Are we going to see that happen on AEW screens as well, do you think? Um, possibly. Yeah, I, I know uh, Mox has really spoken highly of Marina in the past. Um, and, and yeah, I could see her as a good fit for the, the BCC. Yeah. She's involved with Nyla Rose, isn't she? Um, in terms yeah. of AEW, so I'm not sure how they do that. They'd probably have to split those up and 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 kind of pay that off first. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I think that that could be a good thing. Well, Moxley's always been a big fan of his, uh, Maria's, hasn't she? Um, yeah. The um, he's mentioned that a lot of times on TV. That uh, he was going to, you know, that she, well, not a lot of times on TV, but a lot of times in interviews that he's done on the sessions with, with Renee and, and all of that, that yeah. Maria's, uh, Maria's, you know, really pretty much a, a BCC member, but she's obviously one of those underrated women, don't get a lot of time. 
Um, so it could be her time to really step up her game a little bit and what, and also learn from the fact the likes of Danielson and Moxley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great opportunity for her. Um, but and yes, for for BCC to gain a new member and to have a female member as well, that that's you know that's really interesting in terms of what they can do storyline wise and and some of the matches and um, they could have mixed tags as well and and yeah, BCC mixed tag against you know there's a number of number of opponents or potential opponents. Yeah, I think that could be really good. So hopefully that that transitions to AEW as well as New Japan. Yeah, definitely. Let's hope so. It didn't happen on Dynamite this week, by the way. That we that was just totally a separate conversation. Dynamite kicked off, uh, well, with the devil uh, now, or the devil that's been revealed as Adam Cole, baby. Um, he come out with the goons, or with now, or the undisputed kingdom, as they're now called. Um, basically said, you know, that the reason why he turned on MJF was MJF cares about himself. He gave everything to MJF, including making the crowd love him. Um, surprisingly, at that point, that popped out Jay White, who sat there and said, you know, um, you are the old Adam Cole again, but I don't like to be collateral damage. And then that brought out the guns and then they brought and then the acclaimed come out and then they joined forces with Blue Club Gold, who they'd been feuding with for a while or they had a feud with anyway. Yeah. Uh, they cleared the ring. Uh, everyone wanted them to scissor with Bullet Club Gold. They didn't. What a way to, I don't know, sort of, Say reset something, but it's kind of like turned the Blackpool Combat, uh, Blackpool Combat, the Bullet Club Gold. Are they turned face now? Is that what we're seeing? Um, no, I don't think so. I, I think because if they would have done the scissoring thing at the end, then then maybe, but they didn't. Um, yeah. and so they're still left as heels. Yeah. Um, I think I think this was great. And what we didn't want to say, obviously, Adam Cole and MJF was the big story. But there was a lot of stuff that happened in terms of the devil and the goons. Um, yeah, you know, and Jay White was the first victim. You had the acclaimed got attacked. Anthony Bones got through, got thrown through that glass, which was why yeah. he was so you know angry when he when he appeared on Dynamite. And and you know, I, I thought this was this was really good. Um, I, I, in terms of uh, Adam Cole, I liked it, uh, and obviously him being the devil was the obvious choice, and it made a lot of sense. I'd like to hear him talk a little bit more about like Wembley and the fact that MJF won that match and and that yeah. was a bit of the motivation as well for what he did to him. Yeah. Um, because some of his reasoning was just um, you know, it's MJF and he would have done it to him if if he hadn't have done it first. So I think there was a little bit more that he could have played into there in mm. terms of what happened between those two men. Um, really interesting moment as well when he said about Wardlow will win the title and, and he'll do the right thing and he'll forfeit it when the time's right to Adam Cole. And you just saw Wardlow's expression because mm. um, he's been in that situation before and that's what his relationship yeah. was with MJF. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and, and they definitely, because they showed Wardlow's reaction and he kind of smirked. So yeah. that that kind of sets stuff up for way down the line, you know, yeah. Um which which is nice. He, he's playing happy families at the minute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, would would Wardlow actually do that? Uh, I don't think so. So that was good as well. So there's a lot I enjoyed. I really enjoyed Jay White's promo. I thought he was yeah. great, and it was good to see the guns back. Shame Juice wasn't back. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Uh. But they did get the numbers advantage on the United Kingdom in the end. Um. So yeah, so many 
so many stories and potential stories and potential matches there. Like there's, there's so much that you know within this devil and this storyline, and we're still seeing the offshoots of that. They would have had to have big numbers to get uh, to go in with the United Kingdom, though, Dave. <laughs> is that what I said? Yeah, yeah. The undisputed kingdom is what you, uh, <laughs> what you meant. The United so, Kingdom kingdom's we, something else, isn't it? Yeah. Well, the United Kingdom is where we live, Dave. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it's early. It's early. It's early. It's early on a Friday morning. Uh, Dave's allowed an error. I've made enough um, in my time uh, on the show. Um, the other interesting thing was he said that MJF's gone and he's not coming back. Yeah, which 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 was nice reassurance for me that he is because <laughs> yeah. there's um, there's obviously the rumors and the contract yeah. and we haven't had confirmation, but I yeah. think that all but confirms that Max has resigned with AEW, and uh, once he's back, once he recovers from his injuries, uh, we'll see him back. Um, and there's some good matches, and, and obviously the 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 big match and the one that they work towards is is Adam Cole against MJF again, but we're very different set of circumstances this time surrounding that match. Exactly. And before they before they even started, we had a Samoa Joe promo just basically saying that it's his world and we're all just living in it and New York are scumbags, pretty much. That was the... That yeah, was the it's a good Joe promo, but but a good one because of, he didn't appear on the show. So it was nice oh. that you got that little uh, vignette from, from after World's End. Yes. Uh, and, then, and then, yeah, I, I would imagine Joe will be back on Dynamite next week. I think he is back next week. Um, but we always say on Dynamite, when you kick off a first match, who should it be? <clears throat> Our good friend, Mr. Orange Cassidy. He should be Orange Cassidy. They did this point. Uh, Orange Cassidy, Dante Martin. Um, it was a nice defence from Orange here. Uh, although yeah. the winner was never was never in doubt on it. Um, it took a really... Um, uh, it was spike D- I think it was a spike DDT or satellite DDT. Uh, and then he done a... A running box jump that Dante Martin after being spiked uh, with a really, really bad looking DDT. Uh, well, didn't expect that after that, to be fair. But Orange picks up the victory, uh, retained, which is again is a surprise, but a nice little way to reintroduce us to, to di- the old school dynamite that we loved for about nine weeks in a row where he kicked off the show. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was nice to see Dante in the singles action as well. Yeah. Uh, he had a really good run a while ago when Darius was injured of singles mm-hmm. matches. And I think people that perhaps didn't see that have, have seen the, the absolute best of Dante Martin. Um, I, I'm really enjoying what they're doing with Action Andrete and and Top Flight. Yeah. Um, but to have this match and, and there was a few bits in there as well. Like Orange was was quite rattled, and that was a play on that was that come off the back of the trios match last week that yeah. Dante got under his skin a little bit. So we've seen a different a, a little bit of character development as well. Um, but really, really good match. As you say, Orange was never going to be dropping the title here. Um, no. but a really good defense. And we haven't seen as much of Orange in the past few weeks. He's he's been in trios matches on Rampage, so mm. it was great to see him back on the main show. It was indeed for sure, for sure. But that wasn't the end. Um, the best friends and enter uh, and uh, Darius and Andretti enter the ring at the end. All everyone uh, shakes hands, but all of a sudden. The return to the return to AEW or private party, both Mark Quinn and Isaiah Cassidy, and they're putting every team on notice, including FTR and and the Hardys, which they actually mentioned in that as well. So we are going to see private party back as a team on their own on AEW. 
Yeah, I'm not quite sure why they didn't mention Big Bill and Ricky Starks, the champions. Yeah. <laughs> that seemed to have been. Well, they did oversight. say new new year, new champs, but they didn't men mention yeah. their name, did they? No, they didn't. And um, I, I think this is great to get Private Party back. A really good team. Obviously, yeah. they beat the Young Bucks in the early days of AEW, which was a big upset at the time. Um, I don't know. The, the the way they've been booked at times hasn't been great. They've <clears> lost a lot of matches since then, so that that was derailed. Uh, and Mark Quinn's dealt with a couple of injuries. I don't think it was just the one injury. Yeah, it was wasn't it? Um, but that he looked great because Mark Quinn, similar to Dante Martin, very athletic, got a lot of high flying moves and uh, really slots into that AEW roster perfectly. Um, so there's some real good matches when you've got the likes of Commander, um, Vikingo, mm -hmm. Bandido, all the these guys, um, the, the like these lucha libre wrestlers. I think there's some great matches for Private Party to have there as well. Other than the Hardys matches and potentially going for the tag team titles, there's some really good um, matchups for them. Um, and hopefully we see them on Dynamite. Yeah, I hope so. It'll be good to see what they do with them going forward. Um, Tony Storm with Lufa next. Uh, she was with Renee Young as what she is. Uh, this, uh, this is brilliant. She thought she was in New York, but since it's not in its New Jersey, she's leaving. <laughs> I don't watch wrestling, darling. <laughs> that, yeah. that, that is my personal favorite. <laughs> Maria May should pay her dues by wrestling in New Jersey. Gin tits shoes. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, she's she's absolute box office, isn't she? She's so so entertaining, so funny. This, this character's perfect, and it's it's not getting old at all. It's it, she just seems to make it better and better with every appearance. Yeah, um, really, really funny. Um, I think she's going to be a huge. Um, she's kind of a tweener at the minute. She's not a heel. Yeah. She's not a baby face. But I think she's going to be a, an absolute massive baby face for the company in, in due course. Um, Really, really good stuff from uh, from Tony Storm. As ever with Tony Storm, which we love to see. Yeah. And then it was cut to another uh, segment, which was uh, uh, Prince Nana and Swerve Strickland. Uh, Swerve's got Daniel Garcia uh, in a main event. And, and Nana was saying, that, you know, Garcia is a respected comp competitor, but he's going in the ring with the boss or boss, the boss or bosses. I'm struggling now. Uh, Sw he wants, Swerve wants to accomplish the one thing that he wasn't able to do in 2023, which was win gold. Uh, nice way to sort of ease you into the main event a bit later on and giving Swerve a... Well, kind of Swerve setting his outlook for 2024. Yeah, well, you got Swerve, who, who he's <clears> obviously, <throat> in terms of the run that he's on at the minute, the wins he's picked up, um, his popularity, he, he's, you know, in real top form. And, and Daniel Garcia finished, even though he lost a lot of matches early on in the Continental Classic, he put a lot of good performances in. He got the win over Brody King, and then he was the one that won the or got picked up the pin at World's End in the showcase match. Yeah. So two guys in form, two guys that really are for me the future of AEW, or two of the guys that are a big part of the future of AEW. Um, I love that Swerve name dropped Samoa Joe, and he mentioned yeah. the title. That, yeah. That, that he that that's the direction he's moving in. Um, I think he might have a few. Obstacles before he gets to Joe, yeah. as we'll get to. Mm -hmm. Um, but that is a potential world title match, whether that's a revolution or you know, a pay-per-view after that, maybe we, that's something we work towards in the summer. Um, really, really good. 
Um, and I'm glad they've planted those seeds early. So I, I expect Swerve Strickland to be a full baby face by that point. Yeah. Um, and I think Joe will be the monster heel that he has been throughout his career. And obviously he was in coots with the devil. So I, I think he's going to get from strength to strength as one of the company's biggest heels, particularly while Max is out. Yeah. Um, you know, I know Max is a baby face, but I just think as a heel champion now, um, he's really going to take on that mantle. Um, and then down the line, Swerve will be the, the baby face. And by the time we get to kind of all in later on in the year, it wouldn't surprise me at all if Swerve Strickland's the champion. Yeah, me, me too. Could happen. <clears throat> could happen. Could happen. As you say, could happen early. I don't think it'll happen early, but it could happen around that time. So interesting times as we head into All In uh, in August for, with AEW. Um, speaking of Maria, mate, she was up next against Queen uh, Aminata. Um, pretty much an enhancement match this. Um, Maria made one with a sort of sling blade, fireman's carry into a Michinoku driver uh, type finisher. The Mayday. <clears throat> the Mayday. That was it. Thank you. The Mayday. Uh, there wasn't much more to see in that because of what happened straight away after this. And basically, she can't believe that she won. Uh, Renee was in the ring. Renee was saying that she can't believe she won her AEW, uh, her AEW debut. She can't believe she's in the ring. And she's hoping that Tony Storm's watching this match. And the only regret that she had with this match was that it was in New Jersey. Strike a match. Here comes a music. You hit the screen, and the virtuosa appears on the screen. That's uh, in the name. Uh, Diana Pizarro is on dynamite and is the newest member of the AEW uh, women's roster. Um, basically, <clears throat> she, sa she said that Tony Storm doesn't want her to be here. People don't want her here. No matter where Storm goes, Diana will find her because she's all elite. We're now in the age of the virtuosa. May says she's not the messenger, so tell yourself, tell her yourself, bitch. And uh, she slaps Barato, who hits her with an elbow and a super kick. Um, big acquisition this for AEW, Diana Rosario. Yeah, yeah. One of the top wrestlers. Right? No, I don't think you could even say women wrestlers. One of the top wrestlers in the past few years. Mm -hmm. um, I think this is a great, great sign. I I'm actually prefer this. To Mercedes Monet, yeah, um, which to some people that will sound a bit crazy because Mercedes Sasha Banks such a huge name get a lot of eyeballs on the product, but yeah. I think Diana just slots into AEW perfectly. We have seen her previously when she was the Ring of Honor. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, she's uh, a champion. I, I'm sure she competed. Um, yeah, because she was spent a lot of time in Impact, didn't she? TNA. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure she has competed on an episode of Dynamite. I'm sure she was in the main event. Um, but anyway, she's all elite now and she's part of the roster, and that's great, great news <clears> for <throat> AEW. And this was good. I, I really enjoyed Mariah May's match. First time I've saw her in action. Yeah, but she looked really good. Uh, and I love that line. Um, you know, I'm not the messenger teller yourself. I, I thought that was that was great and a bit of physicality between them, so that sets up a a, a match, perhaps Diana's first match like, since signing with AEW. Wouldn't be surprised if we get that next week or in the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah. Really, really great signing for AEW. Indeed. We'll look forward to seeing what she does. And you're right, maybe that'll be following up with Mercedes perhaps next week or in the future. We don't. Yeah, as I say, we may still get both. Um, but there was a lot of rumours going into the show that Mercedes might be <clears throat> might be at Dynamite last night. Uh, yeah. We didn't get that. 
Um, but we got Diana, but I don't think that's a disappointment or, a, you know, I don't think people watching that think, uh, you know, they would have rather Mercedes. I think that the, sec the segment was great. The fact that it was in New Jersey made a lot of sense as well for Diana to make a debut there. Um, yeah. yeah, really, really good and a great acquisition for the women's division. Indeed, and we'll see how that pans out. Uh, next was Christian, Christian Cage, who was with his family, uh, Mama Wayne, Nick Wayne and Killswitch. Um, <clears throat> Christian was saying he, he, he hasn't lost a title in uh, 200 days uh, Shivani tries to correct him at that point Christian threatens him with a spanking from Mama Wayne he said he loves his son Nick for sticking up and battling through the match the apple of his eye <clears throat> the apple of his eye uh, Christian would now like to thank the man that put the final nail in the coffin of Adam Copeland Christian Cage uh, yes he didn't say uh, kill switch or Luchasaurus the crowd were chanting for Luchasaurus uh, Christian Cage is superior to Adam Copeland and he has to look in the mirror and remember that every day and so does Beth. But he then says the TNT Championship was thrown in a scrap heap and he made it the most important belt in AEW and until it bestows, uh, and, and then basically until he bestows it to Nick Wayne, Christian says the parity should run AEW now and forever. Yeah. <laughs> Simple as that, really. Perfect. Absolutely <clears throat> perfect. Loved it. Loved it. And I thought Shayna Wayne, um, she started off on the mic and I thought she was yeah. really good as well. Yeah. I thought Kill Switch's reactions were brilliant, you know, standing behind Christian. I thought the audience participation really enhanced this as they were chanting yeah. Beluchasaurus. Um, Christian's doing the best work of his career. Um, this is so, so good. Uh, obviously not finished yet between him and Copeland. And that some of the lines as well that you know the one you mentioned about the TNT titles and the scrap heap like yeah. Luchasaurus had it when that's it Christian yeah. had it off so there's so much <clears throat> that they can use in this and so much motivation for Luke well kill switch when he when he becomes Luchasaurus again uh, obviously we're gonna get that this it's got to be leading up to that point where Luchasaurus and Christian lock horns and he he just has enough. Um, yeah, uh, the crowd are obviously really still invested in Luchasaurus. Yeah, and and I think I think his reactions um, and the way he's portraying this is is a big part of that. So, yeah, this was a home run. Yeah, complete home run. Christian love as a bit like Tony Storm. He, he's doing. I think Nick <laughs> Wayne as well. Nick Wayne didn't say anything, but he um, he brought a lot to it as well. Just the way he's reacting, the way he looked proud, where the way Christian was talking about him, and Christian obviously <clears> mentioned. <throat> Uh, that he put his body on the line and he went through a flaming table. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think the patriarchy, it's the perfect kind of quartet. Uh, yeah. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on there. Christian's like an, a, a, not the abusive father to Luchasaurus. And he's got <laughs> his favorite, his new favorite in Nick Wayne. Um, yeah, really good stuff, really good stuff. And I'm looking forward to, to what happens with it. And I'm looking forward to hearing Copeland's response. Yeah, me too, actually. <clears throat> that, that could be interesting when that happens. Um, yeah. Backstage again, <clears throat> Renee was with uh, Soraya, Ruby Soho and Harley Cameron. Uh, Ru Ruby was worried about having another crazy blonde in the group after Tony Storm, but was thankful for her help last week, and Harley said that she would literally do anything for Ruby. Ruby thanks her and walks away, and then Soraya grabs her and tells her that she's making it obvious. So is this trying to uh def well, move ruby away from is it matt daddy magic or is it matt Bellard or is it angelo that she's angelo park yeah that's yeah. the kind of they've set up i think yeah he, he, <clears throat> not sure kind of what sorry is up to 
um, maybe she, I don't know, maybe she's trying to get Ruby out of the out. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm, uh, I'm interested to see where this one goes, but I'm not 100% sure what Soraya's up to. No, nor do I, nor am I at the minute, but I think I know where it's going to lead to, but just Yeah. not yet. Um, the next match was uh, Kanosuke Tegeshida versus uh, Darby Allen. This This was sensational. was a 12... Huh? This was sensational, sorry. This was brilliant. This was like a 12-minute squash. Uh, Yeah. wait, uh, really about 12 minutes of Tegeshida beating the shit out of Darby, really. He took some absolute crazy bumps. I mean, he was Yeah. like Chaos Fury on the outside. He got German and he launched him about halfway down the ramp. There was so much uh, Tegeshida. And this was really... I don't know what to call it. I mean, you didn't have to prove anything in this one to get you there, but this was a way to get, if you're going to put someone on the map in 2024, that was the way to do it. Yeah, it was a, a reintroduction of the, of the alpha, really, just showing that everybody's talking about Swerve Strickland and even people like Garcia, uh, Christian, Yeah. Osprey, all these top names in AEW. Um, but this was Takeshita saying, don't forget about me. Um, I thought that deadly German set, set, um, spot at the start when Derby flipped and landed on his feet was so impressive as well. Yeah. I thought that was great. Uh, I know you say like 12 minute squash and, and yeah I, I get where you're coming from but that's kind of indicative of a Derby Allen match he kind of takes a beating for the Yeah. Yeah, majority he does. of it and sometimes when he seems down and out he, he finds a way to pick up the victory but that wasn't the case against Takeshita. Um that German suplex off the top rope was awesome awesome wouldn't fancy taking that at all I think my body would turn to dust if, I, if that was hit on me um, <laughs> but um, yeah Great win for Takeshita. Uh, uh, and obviously afterwards, they, they uh, issued a bit of a challenge to Darby and Sting. Yes, they did. I was about to get to that. Um, <clears throat> they want to be Darby and Sting versus uh, Takeshida and Hobbs next week. Yeah. So that should be interesting. Um, now, the next Eddie Kingston joined Right, the call. yeah. Oh, Just sorry, to, Michael. just to add, I, I hope Sting doesn't take one of those uh, German suplexes off the top rope because I don't think he'll be going to revolution if he does. Jeez. I don't, I, I, well, after his last performance, I don't know what Sting can take. Hopefully next week, uh, should this match happen, it'll be uh, a lot better than the match at World's End. Uh, that's Yeah. Um, as I just mentioned, Eddie King, uh, Eddie King, Eddie Kingston uh, joined us on commentary for the Continental uh, <clears throat> Crown Eliminator, which was a uh, fatal four-way um, by Kingo versus Brian Keith, who I love, by the way, he's great. Brian versus Brian Cage versus Trent Barretta. Um, this was a heck of a four-way. Everyone looked good. And that's the difficult thing sometimes in a four-way. You can't always get everyone looking strong, but they managed to do it. Um, and then Trent usually is a sacrificial lamb in these matches, uh, picks up the victory and will go on to face Eddie Kingston on collision on Saturday. Um, the, the only, this is not, a, not to say negative as such, is... What I like sometimes when, when companies do it is they will give it a bit of a story. Why was it these four? Build the I'm match glad up. you said that. <clears throat> yeah, why was yeah why was it these four? And then I would like to have had a bit of build. I didn't even know it was going on until they mentioned it on Dynamite. And um, I want to be able to watch this match and have a bit of belief, even the slight chance that the winner of this is going to beat Eddie Kingston. You know it is not, but... It, because it didn't have a build and because these four, there was no backstory, you kind of already get to Saturday and go, right, well, Kingston's winning this. It just kind of, that was the only sort of thing I just kind of got a bit down on.
Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of things I'd have tweaked about it. And this is what we're going back to a few weeks ago when we were talking to Eric Bischoff. It was a match for the sake of having a match. Now, you don't always need a story. You don't always need, uh, you know, there wasn't really a story with Garcia and Swerve, but because no. of, they were competitors in the Continental Classic, they're in different groups, they ended the tournament so strong. Yeah. You could you, you could put that together. And, and as a main event, that really worked. This... It, it was just four random guys. Now, what they could have done is, and I know this didn't happen, but obviously they Luchasaurus, Killswitch won the Battle Royal at World's End. They could have had those four guys, Cage, um, mm-hmm. Keith, Vikingo, and Beretta. Beretta was in the final two. They could have had those yes. four in the final five. So they could have said, well, Killswitch won the match, but the four runners-up, you know, they will get this opportunity to go on to face Eddie Kingston. Now, Trent um, <clears throat> Trent won it, but by going into the match so quickly, that there's no, as you say, there's no build towards it. They could have had, said, this match is going to happen at Revolution or this match is going to happen in a special dynamite or in a few weeks' time or somewhere specific. And then you've got that opportunity to build it a little bit more and make it a bit more believable that Trent's got a realistic opportunity to win. Mm. Yeah, so I, I totally understand your criticism. I was thinking about it myself. You know, there's no real reason why these four were in it. No. And now we've got the winner. Eddie's just going to win that match. So it, it's difficult to get invested in it when you've just got no story at all. Yeah, exactly. That that was, that was my thing about it. I liked yeah. it. Yeah, it was a good match, step. good four-way. I really yeah. enjoyed some of them. I'm, I'm glad people like Brian Cage are, are on Dynamite more consistently. Yeah. I'm glad Brian, um, Brian... I don't know if he's signed, um, but he's been in a few matches lately, so they're obviously a big fan of him. Uh, Trent's uh, only having a bit of a resurgence, and they're, they're mm. kind of playing into a potential bit of a character change for Trent as well. Yeah. Um, they kept showing Dan Housen at ringside, who Trent eliminated from that battle royal. Yes. Um, so, yeah, there were sowing seeds there that maybe Trent is he's kind of um, yeah going through a bit of a, a change in terms of his character. Uh, and Vikingo is always great, and some yeah. of the moves he does is sensational. Um, so, yeah, got no problem with the match as such. Um, but it's kind of something you get on Rampage where you don't have as much story and stuff going on. Yeah. I think this did need a little bit more in that respect. Exactly that. Agreed. But we'll see what happens. As I say, Kingston uh, next week is uh, Kingston on collision. Has got Trent. Uh, next week's Dynamite, funny enough, is Homecoming, and it's at Jacksonville Daily's place. So that could see that would have worked a little. Yeah, bit. yeah, <clears> particularly <throat> because Trent's uh, an original as well. Yeah, and they're going back to Daly's place. Yeah, so it wouldn't have been that hard to to put something a little <clears> bit stronger together there. Yeah, exactly that. But anyway, that's that's we've got watch on collision to look forward to. Anyway, it'd be a good match regardless. Um, Renee was at the back at this point with Matt Menard, um, but straight away, the return of Hangman Adam Page, and he was basically said he's here to beat someone's arse, he doesn't care if it's Cole, Joe, or even Menard. Okay, we'll leave that for now, because we'll get to the match. Now, Menard's now going to be on commentary uh, for the main event, which is Swerve Strickland, uh, Daniel Garcia. Yes, we get a, <laughs> we did get a dance-off between Garcia and Prince Nana, which was sensational. Um, this was a really good main event. Um, but I did feel during it that it could have been capable of so much more than I mean, not this would be other than the match itself was great, but they could have had another 
we could have turned it up a little bit more on this. They've definitely Garcia's definitely turned the corner ever since he beat Bro Brody King. Um, yes. Swerves right now. Swerves nearly untouchable. Uh, Swerve extends the hand after the match to go and uh, to, for him to shake it, and then he got low blowed. And at that point, Menard storms into the ring. Swerve's kiss kicked him out as well. And as Nana was just about to say, we're looking at the next AEW world. And before he could say champion, here comes Hangman, and they have. Um, a brawl. Um, going on sort of when I've mentioned saying about being critical or saying on this, we sat here six weeks ago and I said when they had their death match, I don't want to see these two face to face for six months because that's that's done. You've you've got your point, swerves over, leave it. Six weeks later, they're engulfing the feud again. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, my view. <clears throat> yeah. Um I thought the match was really good. Yep. And the right winner. Of course. But I think they did show Garcia's strength, the map wrestling. Yep. That I really like that they they did a lot of chain wrestling and and the map based stuff and it just showed how good Daniel Garcia is and Absolutely. and he fits into this main event scene quite effortlessly. Um I, I think he's such a such a great wrestler. And I'm glad they're giving him this opportunity at the top of the card. And I hope that I hope that's not just a, a temporary thing. I hope that stays. And and I'd like to think in a in a month or two months' time, Garcia's winning these matches. Now I didn't want Swerve to lose. Yeah. Um, but these type of matches against these type of opponents, I want to see Garcia winning them more for, frequently. Like Takeshta against Derby. That wasn't a surprise, that wasn't a shock. Yeah. Um in the early days I've seen Takeshta in AEW, he lost a lot of matches. Um, yeah. So I hope we get to the point with Garcia, as we did with Takeshita, that he's going into these matches and we're kind of expecting him to win, or we're not surprised if he does. I really like the brawl with Hangman. I, I totally get your point as well. You'd have rather have left it alone for a while. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but at the same time, I don't want Swerve to go straight for Joe. That's what yeah. I'm saying uh, because. Yeah. I think I want Joe to have a longer title reign. I don't want him. I want Swerve to be the champion. That's where I want AEW to get to. Mm. And I'm sure that's what we are going to get in a few months' time. But I, I want Joe to have at least a few months run as well and, and beat a few competitors. So I want there to be a delay in Swerve getting to Joe. Now, if that's in the form of Hangman, I'm not against that. Um, yeah. I think it'd be really fascinating. Uh, I, was, I was thinking about this because Hangman's lost two matches to Swerve. Yeah. And if they have another one <clears throat> um, and Hangman loses again, like where does that leave him? Yeah. Like three straight matches, he loses to Swerve. But then do does Hangman go away for a bit? And we didn't see a great deal of him. You know, you said about the matches that he had in 2023. He didn't have a lot, did he? No. Um, but maybe he's the guy that takes the belt off Swerve Again, I'm I'm kind of in the future. I might maybe like nine, ten. I might be a year away from that. Yeah, Hangman to lose those three matches straight to Swerve, but goes on a bit of a redemption story, and he's the one that takes the title off Swerve that Swerve hasn't even got yet. But I was thinking maybe that's what they do. Um, what are yeah. your thoughts on that? Yeah, that could work actually. Yeah, I mean, it would be not to quote other things. It'd be like finishing a story, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the thing we hangman is 
I, I think somehow, and I don't really understand why, but it, it suits his character to lose matches. It doesn't like, it doesn't make him look any weaker by losing. I think the intrigue in his in his character and the sad cowboy and how he's going to redeem himself and yeah, he's on this path to yeah, yeah, this story of getting the win. That's similar what they did with Kenny, really. You know, and he kept losing, and there was that doubt, and he was the number one contender, and then he lost, and he didn't get the title match. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot they could do there. Because um, Hangman's a top guy, a top guy for AEW. Um, and he looked great. You know, this pull-apart brawl, I, I really did enjoy. Mm. But yeah, you, I know you said about we don't want to <clears> see this third match too soon. And I do agree with that sentiment because I don't think they need to do it. But if they are going to do it and you continue to build Swerve, then... Yeah, you know, I was just thinking about where you go with Hangman down the line, and I think maybe he being the one to dethrone Swerve down the line, it could be what they do. Could be, mate. You, you may be right. You make a good point there yourself about that and how they could do that. So we we will uh, well, we'll certainly see. But the first dynamite was in the books, a uh, very storyline heavy, I would say this week, which was nice. A bit as you say, a bit of a reset, as I said earlier. Sorry, a bit of a re reset to the brand. The only thing I'm going to give it a seven and a half. The only reason I'm not going to go any higher was I just felt that it wasn't can't miss. But the reason for that is because they're having a reset and you're not going to every every week ain't going to be must, you know, can't miss TV with this. The matches were, were great. The great to see Diona debut. There were, you know, some of the matches, like I said, we mentioned the four way that just didn't quite, you know, didn't quite understand great match, but still the, the basis of why the match was happening just wasn't there. So for me, I'm going to give it a 7.5. Yeah, I'm at eight, um, <clears throat> I, but I, I do agree with your points. And I, I think we've just had a tournament and a really good tournament. Yeah. So they didn't want to set up a tournament to see who was going to challenge Eddie, but I just think there was a better way to do it. I don't think, I don't understand why there's such a big rush to get Eddie to have a defense on Saturday. Mm. Uh, nobody's earned that right no. to challenge for the title and just to have a quick thrown together four way match that, that's really my only criticism from the show I think other than that it's really good we've got a lot of story development we've got a lot of intrigue I think the opening segment was great with Jay White and Bullet Club um, you know kind of reluctantly or, or the acclaimed joining forces like, interesting to see where that goes and what we see there um, but I think it was a good episode, and I'll go with an eight out of ten. Yeah, brilliant. That was AEW uh, Dynamite this week. I am going to be speaking to Lee McAteer from Progress Wrestling a bit later, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, do a SmackDown review at some point. On Sunday, back by popular demand, if my messages... Uh, well, in fact, I got a few messages after the, uh, the World's End show saying, you need to bring Gary Joe on more. He is great. So we are. Sunday, we're going to be bringing on Gary Joe returns to do the Collision Review. Gary Joe from On The Elite Facebook page uh, will be back to do the Collision Review with myself and Dave. And I've also got news that apparently our mysterious trio is going to be returning next week. Andy will be coming out of his rock that he's been living under. Uh, apparently, he'll be back. Uh, we don't know what day yet, but I got a message yesterday to say I'm coming back next week. Uh, but I know he flies to America soon as well. So we may have him back briefly. 
Uh, yeah. Next week to cover off all the, most of the WWE, some of the WWE. I, I actually don't know yet when he what what he's going to be doing, what day he's going to be doing. You don't know who he's going to sign for. Which is a he's a he's like a free agent. <laughs> yeah, he, he's a free is agent. He's going to shock the world and come over to AEW. Uh, I don't think that will happen. Uh, I think I think Andy will be reviewing uh, Raw and probably SmackDown. Wanna? I would have uh, thought so. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Be but good that, to have him back. Yeah, because remember, he might want to do everything to get back in the saddle. It's been a while. Yeah, he might join us on these, he, you know, and, and likewise, we may have like a freeway. So, oh, Jesus, no, a free person. Yeah. <laughs> free person WWE stuff as well. Uh, but yeah, he, he's due back next week. So we'll look forward to seeing that. I've got a calendar full of interviews to get uh, through. I'm not going to go through them on this show. I went through them on the NWA show. Uh, but Dave, enjoy the rest of your Friday. Uh, don't go down any shafts or any, you know, whatever you were doing yesterday, the videos that you sent me. Uh, <laughs> try yeah, a little yeah, bit. It was, uh... Yeah, the joys of being a heating engineer sometimes involves going under floors, running gas pipes. So that was yesterday. Yeah. And I'm not feeling very well. So I'm so sorry if I feel a bit, if I sound a bit strange to anybody listening to us. I'm not You're very normally well. sound strange anyway. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's fine then. No difference. No difference. No yeah, I don't feel the greatest today, but uh, there's no way I was going to miss the review. Um, That's it. That's what we like to hear. Make sure you uh, check us out on all socials at HTT Buckle, uh, hitting the Turnbuckle podcast and all other social media outlets. Like I said, we'll be back later on with uh, Haleem McAteer from Progress Wrestling. But Dave, it's AEW. You know the drill. It's time to bid you or adieu. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Bang. And stay safe, everybody. <laughs>